Okay, well, hello everyone, and welcome back. Thank you all for listening to the Fairpoint Podcast. I'm you Daniel sound like Fairley you just the did the outro. <laughs> oh yeah, well, not like, not thank you. Thank you all before for listening. If you're new to listening, welcome. And thank you to the people that listened before. All 200 of you. There's a lot of people listening. That's probably more than 200. I mean, How it was it like, more. Well, when I checked last night, after I told you it was 190, it was 217. Okay. And then when I checked this morning, I said 217 again, but that might have been updated. And that's not even counting YouTube. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot of people listening. Yeah. I know that makes me more nervous or excited. Well, it's all people you know, most likely. Probably most of the people that are listening are people that you know. People that I posted out to on Facebook, unless they're from our church, and that means they're your friend too. They don't care. <laughs> there's a reason why this podcast got 200 listens, and yet every single song on my SoundCloud is like in single digits. Okay. <laughs> I have one song that no one has even listened to. <laughs> Bertram, you got to promote yourself. You know, I didn't I'm very even bad really, at it. I, I know, and I'm not, I'm like not as, not good at it as well. But you, um, but you have more of a presence with people, whereas people look at me and they're like, "Oh, he's kind of annoying." You should have more confidence in yourself. Oh, I have zero confidence in myself. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fairpoint Podcast. I'm Daniel Fairley II. You need to, like, allude to me. That's, that's what, that's literally, that's Your, your hand gesture that they cannot hear is not a good allusion. But that's what, that's what happens when you introduce a podcast. Or you could be like, the and I'm here, or, say, and, hello, welcome, I'm so-and-so. And then I'm here with, and then they would say the person's name, and then the person will go and be like, yes, I'm this person. I'm here for this, this, that, this, and that. No. Yes. No. Listen. Yes. No. Literally, every podcast would be like no. I'm because Matt the podcast because I'm, the podcast I'm listening to, the host always introduces everybody else. Well, listen to different podcasts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like my podcast very much, sir. I'm just saying there are other ways to do it, and there would that'd be a natural way. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bertram Zeke. Since Daniel won't say it, and I'm the producer. Daniel's the host. What up, though? Hey, everyone. Um, so yeah, so just first of all, thank you all for listening. I mean, it's just been incredible. We really, like, we literally just talked for an hour and then posted about it. There's no, like, there wasn't anything. <laughs> it wasn't really, like, a script or anything. There wasn't really, like, um, in, like, I don't know, any type of format or anything like that. It was really just us posting and saying, hey, can we talk? Can we have a good vibe? Are you all able to listen to us for an hour and be like, you know what? I could do that again. And then you did. Yeah. Honestly, I was looking forward to recording again ever since I finished editing the first episode. (laughs) Dang, your water be loud. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's standing. I'm not even editing that. Oh, my God. Seriously? This is what you're here for is to edit out weird things like my water dropping. No, 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 no. See, I like podcasts where you feel like the realism of things. Okay. So, like, even when I watch YouTube, when someone starts yelling at their cat because they're doing something, I like that because it feels more real, more personal. Whereas if somebody were to edit out them yelling at their cat, I would just be like, oh, here's just somebody that's kind of droning on. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to keep that in then. Yeah, your water stays Leave it in. in, as the podcast people say. Yes. Now, if it was something like people heard you slurping on your water, I'd probably be like, yeah, that's getting edited out. But just the awkward drop of the water going back in your bottle is like... 
That's a pleasant sound. People like it. This is a weird conversation. Yeah. (laughs) We should move on. (laughs) Okay. So like and subscribe uh, to all of our podcasts. I mean, even if you're like, I don't even use Spotify. You know what? You're going to create an account. You're going to go into Spotify. You're going to search Fairpoint Podcast. Go down to more podcasts because there are a couple other ones. Find our podcast, our beautiful smiling faces. Well, one smiling face, one other face just kind of there. Click subscribe. And then delete it. I don't care. Just subscribe to our our podcast. Yeah, shout out to our host site, which is Castos, which is providing all the podcasts to the different platforms that we're using, which is Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And we also have our YouTube channel available, too, if you prefer listening that way. I'm telling you, just great times all around. Um, But like and subscribe. So tell us more about these numbers. Who's listening? How many people are listening? What's the numbers looking like? Well, I can't tell you who's listening. I, I don't have that information. The government has it. Oh, yeah, they definitely have it. But on the YouTube channel, last I checked, we had about 24 listens on the video. But then looking on uh, Castos, which is the host site, which will tell us everything that's been listened to on all the other platforms. Last I checked, it was at 217. Wow, that's incredible. And the podcast, as of when we're recording this, has only been up for three days. That's like not even a week. I know. That's less that, than that, that's, half a week. That's three days. <laughs> I mean, way. Jesus has risen at this point. Wow. Came back again. Tis the season. Oh, yes. He's the reason well, for the season. Well, it's a different season pertaining to Jesus, but... Oh, right. Oh, this is his birthday, right? Yes, this okay. is his birthday. Right. <laughs> he doesn't... <laughs> Never mind. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> different part of Jesus' is life. Um, yes, his life also went through seasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing, don't be fooled. So there's another Fairpoint podcast, but it's just like regular Fairpoint podcast. It's it's weird. They talk about like bluegrass music or something like that. Oh they, gosh, it sounds terrible already. I know. They have like an old like 80s or 90s, early 90s logo. It's like brown and black. It's, I've seen that logo. I'm not mad mm-hmm. at it. No, but but the weird. talk about bluegrass, I'm like, no, just... Put some Jay-Z in front of me. I'm cool. Yeah. So they took all of like, the original like Fairpoint podcast, Gmail accounts and all that. It's fine. We're the Fairpoint podcast at gmail.com. The Fairpoint podcast on Instagram. The Fairpoint pod. Because apparently the Fairpoint podcast is too many letters for Twitter. But the Fairpoint pod at uh, Twitter. So you're telling me that Twitter can extend how many characters you can use? Right. In your tweets from 140 to 280. Right. Yet, they won't let there be enough characters for that Twitter handle? No. I, I tried it. And then I even took out, like, the... I took out, like, the the part or whatever. And it was taken. And it was still... It was, like, Fairpoint Podcasts. You know what I mean? Because you still only get, like, a couple more letters. Hmm. Even the T wouldn't fit. So basically what you're telling me is Twitter is tripping. Okay. <laughs> so, like I said last week, uh, we just kind of talked for an hour just to see if anyone will listen, and then you all did. Um, but now we're going to focus kind of on like a semi-set schedule with segments, first talking about like worldly events or some things that have happened um, in the past week, then going to local events, uh, having a debate called Point for Point, something that I made up. Ooh. It's a pretty cool idea. See, I haven't even really realized that you had that as a name for anything. Yeah, I know, because you didn't read our podcast schedule. <laughs> I did read it. I just had trouble getting to it, because the first time I tried clicking on it, it disappeared. Okay, well, anyways, we're going to have a point-for-point point podcast uh, segment about Ooh. this week's going to be on Christmas. What? And just kind of think, I mean, I'm not debating Christmas, like, is Christmas good or bad, but just like... It's pretty bad. Okay. It's just parts <laughs> of Christmas 
<laughs> that we're going to be debating. Uh, and then we're going to end with a segment that I'm really excited about. Um, Don't drop the name until we get to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's just going to be a segment where we kind of talk about something um, throughout the week, whether it's like podcast stuff, um, worldly events or whatever. But there's something that's like that we want to rant about, whether mm-hmm. it's like ranting about it in a bad way or raving about it in a good way. Um, See how much that, that we could butt heads with it too, possibly, if we have differing views. Yeah. I feel like I have a slightly different view from you on what our topic is going to be, but it's it's not drastic. Okay. It's not drastically different. It's just there's a slight variation. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. So listen Anyways. in if you really want to know people. Well, they're, if they're right at this point, they're probably listening. Yeah. Well, it's going to be edited down like our beginning. Let's just go. Okay. So tell us about what's going on in the world, Bertram. What's going on in the world? Well, to be a bit more specific, something that's happening in Charlottesville is, well, back at the end of summer of last year, we had an event that was referred to as the Summer of Hate, and people outside of Charlottesville would refer to as the Charlottesville event, to which we had one individual from Ohio. His name is James Alex Fields Jr., and he took his car, his his Dodge Charger, and ran it into a crowd of people. Killing one and injuring, what was the number? 32, I believe. Yeah. I mean, like, and seriously injuring them. These are mm-hmm. some people that have life-changing um, circumstances where they can't walk anymore. Yes, I mean, there's been, like, really... damaged nerves and everything like oh, that. Yeah. Like, twisted up body parts that happened at the time that's just never going to be the same ever again. Right. People's lives are altered dramatically. But, yes. But the good news that has occurred from that is he has been found guilty on multiple charges. And he is going to be serving, I believe the number said somewhere in the area, yes, 419 years off of all of that. And I believe his Good. case still has to go to federal court. Oh, right. There are this this is just, charges. yeah, this is just more localized. Mm-hmm. He also has four, uh, $480,000 in fines to pay. Oh, wow. Which he's going to have to do from prison, but. Right. How do you pay that when you, you know what I mean? Well, when you're in prison, I f- believe it is that you still can earn money working. It's just very, like, whittled town. Well, yeah, I mean, I know they get paid, like, pennies on the dollar to do Mm -hmm. manual labor. I mean, it's slavery is what it is. Yeah. But Um, that's basically, like, how it's probably going to be is he's going to be spending the rest of his life working this fine off. Wow. From prison. Okay. He might want to go out to California and fight fires whenever he gets a chance because that's probably going to be the best pay that he's going to get. That's true. They do get paid. Like, they have prison Mm -hmm. firefighters, right? Yeah. Wow. It was like, I think along the lines of like $1 a day plus like 50 cents an hour that they fought fires. And that's mm-hmm. one of the best pays I've seen for prison work. Wow. That's incredible that we pay people in prison so low. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, th- that's like more of a prison industrial complex problem, not mm-hmm. an Alex Fields problem. Like, yeah, I don't care. That's a whole different discussion that. topic for another time. And I think I know guests that we could get on for that topic. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's a completely different discussion. Is her name Ava DuVernay? you can get her (laughs) i wish so the different uh charges that is being brought against him that he's found guilty of is one count of first degree murder three counts of malicious wounding three counts of aggravated malicious wounding two counts of felonious assault and uh hit and run count uh federal hate crime of racially motivated violence and other federal hate crimes which is 29 counts so overall, he's amounting to 419 years in prison. 
And his, is he, like, when you say, like, he was charged with these things, was he, like, convicted as well? Like, was he found guilty? He was found, he was found, yeah, he was found guilty on all those counts. Okay. And he's going to be spending his life, Mm -hmm. his next life, his next life, and the life after that. Right. And about maybe half the life after that in prison. Oh, my God. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think that, I don't know. What what are your thoughts? I guess this also can go to, like, death penalty stuff. Like, do you think that it's a life for a life? Well, I feel like I feel like on the amount of charges he was brought up on, it mm-hmm. should be for every single person that was in the path, not just necessarily everybody that was hit. Okay. Because he endangered all of their lives. Right. And I'm sure it's more than the amount of counts that he's being hit with. Mm-hmm. But as far as what each count carries, I feel like that goes into the topic of like the justice system and whatnot. Okay. So I can't really say. I feel like he should be brought up on all the counts that you could possibly pin to him. Mm-hmm. But then what that sentencing amounts to just depends on how the justice system should function. Cause we know that the justice system itself is messed up. Right. And then as for the death penalty, I'm not someone that's for it, mm-hmm. but something else is kind of something to bring into mind with his case is he claimed that he was doing self-defense, which is a stupid defense to have because yeah. no, he was not defending himself, running his car into a crowd of people. Right. And it's like across it was it was across like a lot of streets. Like if you if you know Charlottesville, I mean, he came from one main road, drove through an alley, went across a pedestrian median, and then into mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like it's just there was there's just a lot of people. There's a lot of people, and then there were a lot of. It's a very long way to go to be like those people way over there, a thousand yards or so, are trying mm-hmm. to attack me. Yeah, and looking into it, they also tried bringing in his mental health as a. That as a part of the defense saying that he was diagnosed as bipolar Mm -hmm. when he was like six and then said that he had schizophrenic tendencies. But I don't know. It's that's a whole nother discussion is mental health. Yeah. Which I will say when it comes to people that you find have mental health problems, it, it is very necessary to watch what you say around them. Okay. Because of what you could implant in their minds. Tell me more about that. Well, I just remember there was one time I was doing, I was leading this group mm-hmm. of uh, younger kids. They were like middle school age kids. And there was one kid that he had some problems. And it was his parents were extremely conservative to the point that I could tell they talked bad about Obama all the time. And this was when Obama was in office to the point that he had to be escorted out of the room by another person because he wouldn't stop talking about how he wished that he could have killed Obama. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I knew his mental state, he was going off of kind of what his parents were saying and probably took it to a further extreme. Okay. But he didn't have the best mental state to really take into account what he was saying, the gravity of what he was saying, and he just kind of ran with it. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I I was thinking that you were talking more about like, if you ask someone if they're suicidal, it's going to implant the idea of suicide into their No, 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 no. Well, kind of. It's kind of like just watch what you say around them because they can really take it further than you would like, Oh gosh, I really hate that person. I wish they would die to which that would translate to that person is like, Oh, that person's terrible. I want to kill them and could possibly try to do it. Interesting. Okay. Because one thing that was also brought up in this case was they were talking to other people that he had talked to earlier in the day to see if they had anything to do with him running his car into a crowd of people. If they had any, like factor into that right 
Okay, I get what you're saying. And I think, mm. I mean, mental health is just such a broad topic, right? So, like, I have mm. mental health issues. I have depression and anxiety. And there aren't any, there's not anything that, like, someone's going to say that's going to, like, implant or, like, you know what I mean? Tell mm-hmm. me something that I'm not already thinking or something that I haven't thought of myself. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case with everybody with mental health issues. Right. And it could also be, like, with those people, if they did implant something into him, they didn't know about his mental health issues, but... It's something where I know a lot of people complain today about, oh, why does everybody have to be so politically correct about stuff? But like in a time where people get offended about things very easily mm-hmm. and it seems to be like I think we're more aware of mental health problems more than ever to the point that everybody has some level of mental health problem. And a lot of people just have some people just have it a lot worse than others. Right. It's something that we just really need to take into account that our words do carry meaning, even if sometimes it feels like our words are meaningless. Okay, yes. I agree with that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Do you think... This is something that I've been wondering recently. Um, do you think that, like, this whole trial or just the conversation in general around Heather Heyer and Alex Fields would be different if even one of their races were changed? Let's say Alex Fields, uh, they found out that he was, I don't know, Muslim, or they found out... Or, like, Heather Heyer was like a woman of color instead i feel like it would play differently into who would care more on fields side of what he was because if i feel like fields was muslim like people that were like oh this is terrible would be wanting his head Mm -hmm. whereas right now they're probably just like he did something terrible he should go to prison whereas i've seen people completely flip sides based on like what they're what they subscribe to so you'll have a more white audience that will be like, oh, that was terrible that he did that. I'm glad he's going to prison. But if it was a Muslim person, be like, kill him right now. I would do it myself. Stuff like that. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen that type of talk come from people. Right. But not in, like, white terrorism. No. In white terrorism, white people are just kind of like, oh, no, that's terrible. Right. There's and then just kind of move on with their life. Like, yeah. they don't get outraged and stay in the outrage. They're just like, that's messed up. And then they move on. Mm-hmm. Right. Why, why do you think that is? I really don't know what it is exactly. All I know is when I think about it is white people have privilege and white people don't like being told that they have a privilege and therefore they bolster up their privilege on themselves. For example, there's a saying that I've heard before where it's uh, people with privilege, uh, when equality comes in the equation, they start to feel like they're oppressed because they're losing their privileges. So mm-hmm. I feel like white people, even if they don't really realize it, they will work hard to keep their privileges, even if it means oppressing other people. Right. I mean, white people, men, heterosexuals, mm-hmm. yeah. privilege categories here. Yeah. So as long as it doesn't affect them in a negative way, they don't care as much. It's more of a selfish mindset. Whereas I found with people of color, they really tend to care more because they come from a, they come from an area where people have to really work together in order to strive Mm -hmm. and with white people that come from a good neighborhood they're just like oh as long as i depend on myself i'm fine even if they don't fully depend on themselves their mindset is it's about me Mm -hmm. as long as i'm doing fine i'll do fine if other people can't do what i'm doing that's their problem i don't care so more of like an individualistic Mm -hmm. mindset Mm -hmm. i gotcha and so that relates i guess for you into if 
like white people were to be outraged about Alex Fields in the same way they would if his name was Muhammad Fields or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like if he was someone that practiced the Muslim religion, then like that would oppress them, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I feel like on Heather's side of it, I feel like it would still be the same group of people outraged, but mm-hmm. I feel like there'd probably be a little bit more outrage from some people. So like with people of color, like it was an attack about on people of color, basically, Mm -hmm. and a white woman got hurt. Right. But if it was a black woman got hurt, I feel like black people would be just a slightly bit more outraged. Like they're outraged, but they would be even a little bit more because then it was someone that looks like them, feels like family, Mm -hmm. just got killed, got killed. Whereas with a white woman, it's like someone got killed. It wasn't family, but someone got killed and we don't like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, there's not there's not the feeling of family with white people. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's something I've noticed. Is I've when I've heard about when an unarmed black person gets killed by a police officer, and white people are like, "Oh, why are black people freaking out about this?" Like, there's this disconnect because white people just don't care. And then when they go to, "Oh, well, what about black on black crime?" They're ignoring white on white crime. Or when a white police officer, I mean, when a white person gets killed by a police officer, like they never bring that up. And they always bring no one ever brings that up. It's because you don't care. Like, white mm. people don't really care. Like, we're a dime a dozen, basically, and we're really individualistic. Whereas with black people, it's a lot more of a limited thing. Uh, when you find other black people, like, I found that other black people can, like, really band together better than white people can with white people because with black people, it's so limited. Mm. And with white people, you have such an abundance. So black people are like, yeah, we have to stick together more often than white people are. So then that ends up feeling more like family. So when something tragic happens to someone that's in that family, it's a family effect. You just lost somebody important to you, even if you didn't actually know them. Okay, I hear what you're saying. And I wonder if that even has to do with kind of like, I mean, that's in America, we just have an individualistic culture mm-hmm. in general. Um, but thinking about like origins of people and people that aren't Native Americans, right, that weren't like born here through like ancestry or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where those people come from, like, you know what I mean? Like, feel that there's more, like, of indiv- individualistic culture in Europe than there is in Asia or, you know, kind of, like, other communities of color. It seems, does that make sense? Kind of. I'm not really sure, though. I really think it just reflects what the people group looks like, like, the majority people group in each country. Okay. Because I feel like if you were to go to China, they would probably be more of the individualistic mindset. Really? I think it's the opposite. Or I think that in China, I've just, I've heard from people that have like lived in China, just it's much more of a communal aspect. I mean, thinking about the way, especially that um, a lot of people that are like a lot of Chinese people will have their ancestors, not ancestors, but like their grandparents and great grandparents living with them or like having like an entire family of people like living together Mm -hmm. and just kind of like a collective mindset. Well, I think as far as that goes, like, well, when I think of individualistic, I include like just immediate family in that individualistic thing okay like when a individualistic white person gets out like gets sad or outraged about a white another white person dying it's typically a close friend or a family member Mm. whereas if it's someone else it's kind of whatever so when i look at something being individualistic like if someone dies outside of the matter of your friends and family then it's no longer in individualistic if you really care. Hmm. Okay. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think I get okay. what you're saying. All right. 
I don't know, scene, next topic. <laughs> Switch gears. Segway. Uh, right. So speaking of segways, these new line bikes. Dang, that ended up being a very nice segue. <laughs> So I don't know if you all know about this, but in Charlottesville City, uh, basically City Council approved a pilot e-scooter, e-bike program. Um, There's two companies that apply for the program. There's Lime, which started on September, not September, December 10th and deployed 50 e-bikes and 200 e-scooters. Bird, which is more popular in places like D.C., uh, will start on January 10th and will deploy 100 scooters. These scooters are kind of like all around the city. If you have a smartphone, you can just like download the app, upload a credit card, and then like take a picture of the QR code on top of the scooter and then like ride the scooter. It's a dollar to start, 15 cents per minute after that. Um, What do you think about these scooters? Like what what are your thoughts about them? Because I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) Well, for one, I don't think I'd fit on them. Okay. Wait, why not? Because I'm six foot nine. I know, but like... like like, I feel like things made for normal-sized people typically are not made for me. Mm-hmm. Do you and think I, that it would be, like, you have to be hunched over? Yeah. To, like, hold on to the yeah. handlebars? Yeah. And I think my foot would just barely fit on it, but... Have you seen these? Oh, yes, you have big feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. But, yeah, like, on my way walking to here from where I parked my car, I did see two of those scooters sitting on the corner. Right. So I've seen them around. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I when I was walking a dog yesterday, I watched as one guy... Like, had his phone, and his phone was beeping as he got closer to a scooter that was on the sidewalk. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so I guess he was trying to find the scooter. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, I think, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about these scooters. Okay, one thing I'll tell you all that's, like, pretty cool is that I was looking into, like, these Lime scooters just to figure out, like, what they are and what happens, like, if you don't have a smartphone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not everyone has a smartphone. Like, what happens? So what I found out is that they have this thing called Lime Access, where you get, like, a 50% discount if you pay in cash. But you have to qualify for, like, state or federal assistance programs. It's kind of a strange thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, for Lime Access, a potential writer doesn't need a smartphone, but will need, like, an email address to enroll. Um, once you're inter- entered into the program, users will receive a code that will allow them to pay in person at stores that host pay-near-me pay stations. And then, unlike a bike or a scooter, through text through the Lime app. This allows people with flip phones who don't have a credit card to access a scooter. Um, it was created because companies noticed that like there's a vast majority of bike shares that were like bike shares or scooter shares or whatever that were basically just only being used by like white affluent people mm-hmm. and but they're inside of like large places. So like if you're thinking about uh, in DC, right? DC yeah. is like a majority people of color city um, as far as like people that are inside the city of DC. But they, like, almost everyone that uses the scooters or uses the bikes are white people Mm -hmm. um, that are going into, you know, gentrified neighborhoods like Noma and whatever. And so they're trying to, like, I guess, create this, like, Lyme access thing where communities of color and lower income people, they don't have access to, like, smartphones, they don't have access to credit cards or whatever, can, like, use the Lyme scooters um, in a different way. So I think that's, like, it's, like... It's cool. I guess they're trying to get, like, a bigger market share. Um, but like, this whole, like, you have to qualify for federal state assistance programs, it just feels, like, weird. Yeah, I feel – it kind of feels like it's falling into line with a state of what does government assistance look like to you, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely a bit more of a – it's definitely a bit more of a privileged thing. Like, I feel like – your main consumer of it would be a place that would need more public transportation than private pr- transportation, like a big city like a DC, a New York City, and Atlanta. 
in LA. Right. And then your second client would be cities with a large student clientele, mm-hmm. like Charlottesville, for right. example. And that would be your secondary, like, biggest thing. And then if you want to expand from there, you could. But these are going to be where you get your money from. Mm-hmm. So you'd want to be able to have it that, well, I'm wondering about the pricing because it sounds extremely cheap saying $1 to start and then $50, 50 cents each minute. 15. 15 cents. Oh, 15 cents? Yeah. Huh. Actually, never mind. It's not so bad. <laughs> I was thinking like 50. I was like, dang, 50 really adds up by the minute though. Right. No, no, It's 15 cents. Um, that still adds up over time based on how far you're going, but mm-hmm. that, right. that can vary based on just your distance. Like. You probably don't want to use it for the longest amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like you really just want to use it for like if you have a long walk from your bus to your apartment or from your bus to your work, you would want to use it to get from the bus to whichever place. Right. I mean, and I can see these like scooters being used by like, like you said, like mostly college kids, right? Mm-hmm. These are mostly going to be like UVA students that just like hop on a scooter. A lot of them being affluent white kids that are going to have smartphones and whatever and have a credit card, whether it's theirs or their parents, and just, like, hop on, go to class, leave their scooter, wherever. But like, that's the part that, like, really, I don't know. I just don't think I just don't think we need them. Like, why do we need these scooters in our city? Our city isn't that big. These scooters aren't for people that, like, need to get around the city. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like we're putting money into, like, our transportation system to get more bus stops. We're putting money into these scooters that are going to give people that are already temporarily, like, able-bodied just ability to get places faster, and then to leave their scooters in the middle of the sidewalk, leave them on curb cuts, blocking people that use wheelchairs, blocking people that use strollers, whatever, because they just, like, want to get someplace faster. And then they can just, like, hop off the scooter whenever they want. Well, there's actually a very interesting video that I've watched about that, I think specifically with this company, Lime. Yeah. And it's a video put out by Vox, and they were talking about why it's not the scooter's fault. Okay. <laughs> Is this, like, guns don't kill people? Is that weird? No, 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 no. Like... <laughs> Maybe kind of actually, <laughs> okay. Like really thinking about it, but mm-hmm. it was their whole point was the way that sidewalks used to be was they used to be there used to be more sidewalks than there was street, right? Back in the past, because you just had like buggies, so horse and carriage, whatever you want to say. Yeah, like those basically just went, and you would just need like one lane for each direction, and then you'd have sidewalks that were massive enough for people to walk on them with no problem. Mm-hmm. But then as transportation like grew and they needed more lanes in order to do more travel, it really cut back on the sidewalks because you couldn't move the sidewalks over because you already had the buildings there. Right. Okay. So it's a great idea going off of the initial uh, aspect of what the roads and sidewalks looked like. But since the roads have just been getting bigger and bigger and the sidewalks being smaller and smaller, it's become this whole thing where they are in the way. But it's really not their fault. It's the way that we evolved our transportation. Okay. Yes. And like, and like, our systems are just not set up for people that are like living with wheel, living in wheelchairs, not living in wheelchairs, but like you know, like using wheelchairs to get around yeah. or like just need different ways to get through life. You know. Yeah. And I think that like, I don't know. It just feels really inconsiderate. And also just knowing like college kids, especially like UVA kids, like it's just. Like, I've seen them use, like, mopeds, which is, mm. like, the bane of my existence. Oh, so um, you just, just <laughs> riding past somebody on a bike, like, wondering if they're going to swerve in front of you when you're driving is... Right. One of Wait, do you mean, like, a bicycle or, like, a moped? 
Like a bicycle. Okay. I don't. I haven't seen too many people riding on mopeds. I've seen mopeds, but they're uh-huh. typically parked whenever I see them. You just drive through UVA's campus grounds, whatever their campus, and I've done it a few times. Okay. <laughs> Quite a few times. <laughs> but recently. if you go through, like, just look and see. There's a lot of them are like um, athletes because they have their little like athlete book bags or whatever. But I mean, they're mm-hmm. like driving on the sidewalks, like they're swerving in and out of lanes, cutting through traffic, drive like it's just it's just the most annoying and obnoxious thing, parking mm. them wherever they want. And so I just see like there are those kids that do that already with mopeds that like are gas powered and like going twenty miles an hour through a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And then I could see them doing the same thing with like these little scooters as well. Well do you know what the speed limit cap is on the scooters? Fifteen miles an hour. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So I just like I don't know. I just don't think that they're necessary and I think that they're gonna be abused and their people are going to like be leaving them anywhere and everywhere and also they just like look ugly like there's like these bright lime green scooters oh yeah just white lime green now or, like it's just i don't know i don't think it's a bad concept but i think it is i don't I, I i think it's a good concept i think there's just enough problems in the way where they need to think about a way to redo it As a matter of fact i decided to look at the line map before okay uh we came in here and one of the top reviews that I saw on iTunes about it was one star, and it was that it was a terrible thing to do. Like, the app was terrible for people to have to recharge the scooters, because I guess it's just uh, they get people, like, kind of in, like, a, ro- a freelance manner, like Rover right, or whatnot. Subcontra- subcontract them. Yeah, to go out, collect them, recharge them, put them back out on the street. Mm-hmm. And the person's complaint was the app does not do a good job helping them find where the scooters end up being. So it just becomes a terrible job for people that sign up to do this. Right. Which is another big problem that I have with Lime is that I have a couple of friends that are doing this. They're like Lime juicers is what they're called. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends that's doing this signed up really early, got his chargers and everything like that. And like there'll be a time where the Lime scooters are finally deployed and he went out. You have to pick them up after 9 p.m., Mm -hmm. charge them and then deploy them before 7 a.m. And so what you can do is if you find a scooter that's at like 85% 85% or whatever, you can go home, charge it, and get to at least 95% and then deploy it and anytime before 7 a.m. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It has to be deployed. And so he's been doing this for Lime, but like it hasn't been working. Like the app isn't working. He'll like try to find scooters or he'll pick up scooters, take pictures of them, and then charge them. And by the time that he's done charging them inside of his house, he'll take them inside of his car, drive them over to a place, and they're at 80% when they were at 100% when they were in his house. And I gotta or, imagine. You know what what, I, mean? I gotta imagine how much he's getting from Lime to do this compared to what his electric bill is looking like. Right, because these are like yeah, because he's, do- yeah, he's doing yeah, he's doing it in his own ha- in his own place. Exactly, so. and you're getting eight dollars a scooter for like an easy to find scooter. Mm-hmm. And so what the thing is is that like you have these easy to find scooters that are eight dollars, and you also have like more expensive scooters that are like. 10, 12, 14 dollars to charge. Mm-hmm. But most of those are just like scooters that people have taken up and put inside of their houses. So yeah. like they'll take them up and put them in their apartment rooms or like outside their doors or whatever. And so unless you're gonna like go hop over someone's fence to like grab a lime scooter, you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna find it. There should be a there should be able to be a reportable thing for the juicers as just like I can't reach this because of where the person put it. Well, that- they have that. You can do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it's just obnoxious, uh, I don't know, all the way around. And then what happens to like little kids, right? What happens when little kids are riding these scooters and they don't know what to do, but they mm-hmm. have smartphones and they have credit cards, which is ridiculous, you know, <laughs> like there are 10 year olds and there are like people, I don't know, like I go to the boys and girls club and I like help out there. And they're like the, every, every little kid there has a, has a smartphone and they're in like 
fifth, sixth, seventh grade. Full smartphones, like everything. I didn't even get just a regular cell phone until I was 16. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, why, I don't either. Why do you need this? Um, they don't. No, they don't. Um, and then again, like, then those smartphones are then linked up to their parents' credit cards. So then they can just, you know, start up a Lime scooter or whatever. I'm just saying, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's just they need a lot better execution for it. Do you have any suggestions for them? If Lime, if you're listening? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All I can say is if they can think of some better solutions, do it. Otherwise, there's <laughs> like there's issues that they really need to work out that they should not ignore. Yeah. No, there really are. Um and part of it is like you got to do trial and error to really find out what your problems are because a lot of times you just don't really realize it like you're ignorant into it and so mm-hmm. you finally like get your feet wet with it. Right. And then once you do that it's like oh this is something that we need to fix. Then go ahead and fix it. Mm-hmm. Like don't just be like well we're still making money so whatever like you should really figure out how to really better your business model and your products. But I think that that's what they're going to do. You know, they're just going to keep making money until it's not profitable anymore and then sell it. That's that's capitalism for you, though. Yeah. All right. You ready for point for point? Yes, let's go point for point. <laughs> All right. So this week is Christmas because someone told me, I see my roommate, we were talking and he was like, wait, isn't your podcast coming out on like Christmas or Christmas Eve or something like that next week? And so it's like, yeah, that's true. So then let's talk about. Well, I don't really Christmas know what the days that these get released. Like we had to get everything figured out. And that's why it released solely after recording mm-hmm. the last one. Right. So I think this one will probably come out a lot sooner compared to when we record it compared to the last one. Yeah, but you don't want to like release it on like a Friday. No one's going to listen to podcasts on Friday afternoons. No, I'll release it on a Saturday. Why not like Monday or Tuesday? That's like a five day reprieve. I know, but that's still like, that's like, that's a podcast release day. I looked it up. The best release day is Tuesday. The best release day is Tuesday? That's what I looked up. Okay, we can do that. I mean, subscribers, if you all think that we should release it on a different day, let us know. But yes, I know in my heart. Twitter or email. My Google heart. That <laughs> Your Google heart. That, that's what Google says. <laughs> my gosh. All right. So here we go. I'm just going to give like a list of topics and they're going to be around Christmas stuff. Um, and then you're going to give me point for point about which one you think is better. Okay. Christmas trees, like real Christmas trees or fake Christmas trees? Neither. That's not that's not point for point. <laughs> That's not how this works. Fake ones. Fake ones? Why fake ones? Because they don't die. They're still messy, but they're less messy, and you just put it away after you're done. But here's the thing. You also don't have to go out and buy one every single year or chop one down every single year. Do you know fake Christmas trees are less sustainable than real Christmas trees? Yes, but who's going to sustain their real Christmas tree? No, like this, like the Christmas tree itself is like compostable, right? Like if you get like a real Christmas tree, you can go like once it's done. Oh, uh, that's what you mean. You know, like, so I'm saying like you can like once a Christmas tree, a real Christmas tree is done, then you just take it down, take off your decorations or whatever, and then you can toss it outside and have your city crew people pick it up. Um, or who says, it who says compass. that you can't get some like weird new Christmas tree that's biodegradable? That's fake. Well, if you find one, let me know. Because right now they're made. They're actually oh, see, made. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not looking for them. I'm not a Christmas okay. person. Well, anyways, they're made out of um, PVC pipe. Like that's what like the little green mm-hmm. like shavings, whatever. Those are like, just PVC pipe shavings, and they're not like you can't degrade them. Mm. Yeah. So I didn't even know that. And like real Christmas trees are. I always thought that like having a fake Christmas tree is more sustainable because it wasn't like you were chopping down trees every year. Mm-hmm. But then now, come to find out, it's a less sustainable way to live. 
But the best way to really go about it, so you don't have to deal with any problem, is don't, don't do Christmas a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Grinch. Uh, what's next? Um, what is the best gift you ever gave? We'll go with that first. What's the best best gift you ever gave? Get best Christmas gift. Uh, I'm gonna go with my presence. <laughs> your presence is the best gift. What? I'm a I'm you, a cri- you, I'm a cri- like your quote Kanye West is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like I'm a Christmas baby. I don't like. I think probably to my mom. Like I'm the best thing that she could have gotten for Christmas time. Oh, that's cheap <laughs> compared to anything <laughs> else that anybody else could have gotten. So cheap. <laughs> Like, like, I don't mean it to be like self-centered because I don't think I'm that great, <laughs> but it's just like, us. like my mom loves me and I'm pretty sure like she's happy that she had me <laughs> and I'm, it was close enough to Christmas. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I guess that's, that's like a fine gift. Yes. Give two cheap cop outs for me in a row. Let's go. Oh, God. And you, you, this is just, we're looking for a new podcast host. If anyone is available, <laughs> you're the um, podcast host. Please I'm let me know. <laughs> Email at the at gmail.com saying, Put me on, coach. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so my best Christmas gift I ever gave someone would be, uh, I guess it is probably my mom's uh, me. Whatever. That's a stupid gift. So wow, I would wow, say blue apron. So I know. This is the one I gave to my mom. So I gave hers. So my mom and I, um, we always do like cooking together. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Just something that I've been into uh, with my mom for a while. I've always just like gone into the kitchen or whatever, whether it's Thanksgiving or anything like that. We've always just kind of like hung out in the kitchen. I've helped her chop up stuff or whatever. And so one one year, um, I got her a Blue Apron gift, like a uh, package, whatever, for Christmas. So we could like cook together because I'd been gone for a while and I'd been college and grad school and whatever. And so coming back together, allowing us to cook together was like with Blue Apron. Hmm. A better way to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that was like a cool gift that I think that I gave someone. Um, what's the best gift you ever received? See, now this also isn't easy for me to say because because my birthday is so close to Christmas. Okay. The, the gifts just blur. Well, find one. A car. A car. Yes. That was the best gift you ever received. When, yeah. when I feel you... like it's more of a birthday present, but I feel like just because of how expensive it is, it kind of blends together with both. Okay. Uh, when did you get this car? 2003. 13 2012 mm-hmm. were one you of those expecting two. it or was it like a surprise oh no i was expecting it my mom was getting a new job that was going to be far from where i was working because okay. i was just using her car at the time okay but since she was moving her job into charlottesville when we were out and where we were living right she was like well you need a way to transport too okay so she got me a car wow that's really nice of her mm-hmm Man, this is this is really just like a shout out to Bertram's mom. That's really what this episode my mom's, is all about. My mom's great. My mom's great. I give her a hard time on a lot of things, but my mom's absolutely great. Yeah, I hope she's listening. Um, that was one of her. She only is listening. I, 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 pr- I promise. She's listening. <laughs> um, best gift I ever received. I would say so. This is like a gift that I receive every year, um, but it's really cool. So one of my best friends basically writes me a letter every year of just kind of like like a recap, you know, um, of like what happened this year. And it's just like so cool to like go through and like read, like these are all the things that happened this year, good, bad, and different. Um, but that's something like I look forward to. And it's just like a cool recap of like, remember that time, like early on in January when you did this thing, um, and just kind of like being able to go through and think about like my year and kind of reflect on what happened in the way that like my dad will always, um, say like his new year is never really January 1st. It's like on his birthday. That's like his new year 
in the world. So he'll make like New Year's resolutions on his birthday. Hmm. Um, like with us, like it's just kind of like all that kind of blends together. Um, so I don't know. That's something that's like kind of cool, being able to read through my year every year and kind of think about all the things that happened. It's pretty good. Shout out to my best friend. Um, best Christmas movie. Uh, it's Elf. So just keep going. No, it's definitely no. Elf is so overplayed. It's Elf is so overplayed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Whenever I see someone has like best coffee in town or whatever, I'm always thinking that. You, that you always want to run in and just feel like best coffee. Congratulations. <laughs> you really did wow. it, man. You're the best. And just, I, I think with every single time I see it. See, I'm just so tired of that movie because it's so overplayed. Same with The Christmas Story. Same with It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, those movies suck, though. Elf is great. I'd have to go with... Elf 2? There is no... <laughs> Where is there Elf 2 and how bad is it? I don't know. It's in my dreams. Why are you having dreams about this? It's such a great movie. <laughs> the Grinch. The Grinch is the best Christmas movie. It fits my personality well. It does. I know. Uh, wait, but which Grinch? We have like the animated Grinch. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey's The Grinch is actually yes, really good. It's really good. I just watched it. I don't know. It was a couple weeks ago. I haven't um, seen it in a long while, but. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I still haven't seen it in a while. Just because it's on Netflix doesn't mean that I'm like going to watch it. Well, I'm like letting you know. I wasn't just like. Okay. I, I was just giving you information. Yeah. It's like with the new Grinch that's been in theaters, like I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. But it's just like. Seeing that and then thinking back to Jim Carrey's one is just like, yeah, there's no way that this new one could beat Jim Carrey's. I know. He was a really good Grinch. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a funny movie in general. Not as good as Elf, but you know, it was like a good movie. Okay. You know what movie always scared me and I never knew that it was a Christmas movie? I always thought that was a Halloween movie. Gremlins? No. That's about racism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're giving the dear white people answer. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but no, the Nightmare Before Christmas. The movie always scared me. I remember See, watching it. I never it cared on, about that movie. Uh, VHS. I never cared about like, that movie at all. This this movie is scary. Why do people like this movie? I can tell you. Okay. I I never really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I thought it was always weird. Um, let's see. Skiing or snowboarding? I've never done either. We'll pick one. Which one would you want to do? <sighs> I feel like I'd be better with skiing. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think that? Because I have two blades and two sticks. Okay. Whereas if it's just the board, like, I are, I'm already terrible at any type of skating. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like, even, like, skateboarding. Right. So I feel like if I just have one, like, snowboard, I'm going to be just as bad as if I was on a skateboard. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I, like, started out snowboarding... Um, when I was in college, I mean, I'm not like a world champion or anything like that. I literally went on like a college trip and fell like 95% of the time. And then I went to Vermont and snowboarded up there. And Mm. it was like totally different just because the snow was so different. Because it was like really real. Yeah. It was real snow. It was powder. It was snowing that day. Like it was just so much better. So I went from like not being able to get off the bunny hill in Virginia to like, Double black diamonds in Vermont. That you turn crazy. into you turn into the black Sean White. <laughs> I prefer Sean Black. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it. Uh, but it was crazy. I mean, it's just it's so much easier because you have like you're able to see kind of like what they were teaching you in mm. snowboarding, 
Um, but apparently, I mean, I've just, I've heard this as well, that like snowboarding is uh, harder to learn, but easier to master. And then skiing is easier to learn, but harder to master. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's why you see like a bunch of little kids on skis. Just kind of like doing a little pizza thing all the way down the hill. I, I'm always going to remember the, like, it became a meme, but the whole South Park thing. What's where it's just like, where it was like all the characters of South Park were going to like ski. So there was a ski instructor. He was mm-hmm. just like, um, and like, when you want to do this, you got a pizza. When you want to go do this, you want a French fry. If you're trying to French fry when you're going to pizza, you're going to have a really bad time. <laughs> <laughs> like you've seen the if you do this you're gonna have a really bad time South oh, Park meme right okay yeah that's where that yeah, comes yeah, yeah. from oh interesting yeah don't French fry and pizza at the same time um best Christmas song Hey Ma remixed by Dipset on their Christmas album what yeah what, what? Dipset put out a Christmas album like years ago okay and it's they're really not Christmas songs but it was their Christmas album so I'm <laughs> counting it so Hey Ma remix. <laughs> Oh my god! And this is Dipset, like Joel Santana Dipset. Yeah, they put out a Christmas album. Yeah, this is like years ago. Like, I was in high school, probably. Okay, I thought you were gonna say something more relevant. I mean, mine's kind of obscure as well, but I thought that yours was gonna be better. Why did I assume you were gonna be better at this? I don't know. Maybe because it was music, even though you were like, right. you were kind of ignoring the fact that it was also Christmas, right? And I didn't realize how much you're a Grinch. Um, have you ever heard the song "Mary Did You Know" by Pentatonics? Yes, that's exactly the one I was talking about. Yeah, I've heard it. It's such a good song. Yeah. It's a really good song. It's like, I think it's it's powerful in so many different ways. So, I mean, you just have like the general singing of the pentatonics. And this is like old pentatonics when it was like. Yeah, this this was like years ago, like right. five, six years ago. Maybe. Exactly. And then you have, so you have like that pentatonics and you have like the concept of like talking to Mary and being like, Mary, did you like know you're having Jesus? Like the Jesus. You know, like, you're not just, like, having a baby. I'm pretty sure she knew, though, because an angel came to her. I know, but it's, like, that's just crazy, right? And I get, like, Gabriel was there and stuff like that, but, like, there's still, like, that's Jesus. Like, you're holding Jesus inside of you. Mm -hmm. That's a cool, that's a cool concept. Mm -hmm. And so, like, asking, like, Mary, did you know? That's a, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. Why are you being so, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) This is me at Christmas time. Like, I'm I'm not big on Christmas. Why aren't you big on Christmas? Let's, that's, that's that's the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really the next question? No, it's sledding or snowboarding. <laughs> I'm sorry, sledding or ski- or sledding or tubing. Tubing. Okay, go ahead. On which part? The why I like tubing or the no. why I don't like Christmas <laughs> so much? We're going into why you don't like Christmas. Because it's so traditional and I'm like, I'm someone that's sick of tradition. Like there's areas of tradition where I completely understand it. And there's other areas of tradition where it's just like, this is really just a hallmark, a hallmark type thing. Okay, and true. And when right. I see that people are doing it for a benefit of things, or if I see people are doing it and it's just kind of like a stupid reason, like, I'm just not about it. So what parts of Christmas do you think are stupid? Uh, the Christmas songs, the Christmas movies, the oh Christmas God. trees. Okay, you can't just say it. Like, you... <laughs> <laughs> like, and also, like, this, I don't have so much a problem with it. Like, I'm a little tired of it just because I know of it mm-hmm. so much. But mm-hmm. it's, like, not a thing where it's, like, bah humbug towards it. It's just, like, Jesus' birth Christmas story. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard it so many times. It's, like, I, I'm okay if I don't hear it again. <laughs> but it's not, like, a matter of, like, can we get this out of here? It's just kind of, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know that story. Whereas with the other things, it's, like, yeah, can we get the tree out? Okay. And you, you think it has nothing to do with being born around Christmas? 
No. No, this is just your general feeling towards. Yeah, like I'm just completely sick of traditional things. Okay, are there other traditional things you're sick of? This seems like a pretty specific Christmas hating thing. No, I'm sick of it being turkey at Thanksgiving time. Okay, <laughs> you have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I do about really random things. Like fireworks on the Fourth of July are cool, but it's like, why are we still really doing the Fourth of July like we do it? Uh huh. Like the parades and stuff, like. Okay. It's just like a fun celebration. Eh. You're just not. Yeah, I really don't care. The ball dropping at New Year's is just like, okay, once the ball drops, for the people in New York, it's like, all right, you're done using the bathroom on the street. Have a a good time getting home now. Yeah, but that's like New York on a daily basis, though. There's just no ball. Well, they're also moving on a daily basis. On New Year's, they're just kind of standing in place Mm -hmm. in like zero degree Fahrenheit weather. Have you ever been to New York on uh, nope. New Year's Eve? Nope. Would you ever want to go? Nope. Never. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. I've been once. Well, we were there. Yeah, no. I, I my, you, my you, physical you wanna go, body Do you want to go, go back? Do you want to go back? <laughs> no, I don't. Exactly. Well, I, I don't remember too much about it. So, I mean, it, it could have been a fine time. Let's mm. ask my other best friends <laughs> what they, if I enjoyed my time there. Oh, also on New Year's, the whole, like, if you kiss the you, person that you love on New Year's, like, you'll be together for the rest of the year. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Let's drop that. <laughs> I don't know where that tradition came from. Um, that's, I don't know why. What are, I, okay. Is there a tradition that you do like? Chocolate Easter bunnies. Oh, my God. We're almost at two hours right now. No, we're at one hour. Why? It says one it, hour. I know. It's, 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 it's weird like that. It's weird like that. When it says two, that really means that one hour has passed. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's weird like that. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> so say it again. What are you? you what you like? Chocolate, chocolate bunnies? Easter bunnies. Okay. Yeah. Because they're good. Do you like the idea of an Easter bunny? Like, like, like. Oh, I could care less. Okay, you just want to have. Chocolate I just want the chocolate Easter bunny in a bunny form. Yeah. Does it taste different than other chocolates? No, it's just. So that's a stupid reason. No, because <laughs> then you have this big piece of chocolate that you got to eat. Okay. And it's either going to be hollow or it's going to be this thick, solid thing. Oh, and yeah. either way, it's good. But it's something that's different from the normal chocolate that you typically get year-round. Because normally you'll get like a chocolate bar or M&M's or something like that. So it's just something that's different from the usual. Okay. What is that song? The usual? Oh, Unusual. Who's that song by? Is it Trey Songs? Mm. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unusual. Wasn't like T.I. on that song or somebody? Well, I, I don't know. I got it on my phone. I'm going to look. Okay. You, you keep talking. All right. So right now, <laughs> they're vacuuming and MRC. Um, let's see. Okay. So this is our new segment. This is another new segment. And I wish you could put some type of like... Oh, uh, I'll, I'll make a drop. I'll make a drop. Okay. So there's going to be like... There's two drops, right? Because there's either going to be like a... We're only doing one. No, no, no. There's We're like, only doing one this time around. This time, this time around, we're doing one. Oh, my God. Drake is on the song. Drake is on the Drake song? Drake is on Unusual. That's a lie. It's <laughs> yeah, right it. there. Yeah, I only have two songs off that on. Um, no, but okay, we're not do. The, there's two different parts to this. It's either I like it like that, which is like something that we want to rave about. Cardi B, insert drop. Well, I could put like that segment from the song, like just the I like it like that, with the clip for oh, the drop okay yeah, and then like, when it becomes they're separate things they can be more extended to other things gotcha like extended in length okay so you want to do like insert drop here yeah okay <laughs> all right so this is either I like it like that. 
which is my favorite saying, the greatest cinematic scene in history. If you can name where this clip is from, I'm not even going to tell you where it's from. Just just hear it and then I want us. to spoil it so bad. Yeah, just message us either on... All I have to do is sing like the first riff of their song. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a movie. Uh, and it's on, uh, oh yeah, so message us either on Twitter, Instagram, uh, we don't have Facebook, so it's just yeah. like my mom's parents on there at this point. Um, I really want to sing this friends, song. Whatever. Anyways, so message us on one of those, uh, or the Fairpoint Podcast at gmail.com, where you think that clip is from, and Bertram will put like the actual clip, but like my rendition's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right, so things that are on uh, that's too damn bad is here we go. We're just gonna talk about it. Okay, this is this whole offset and Cardi B thing. What I'm just, okay, I'm gonna give a background about like who Offset is, who Cardi B is, and then just kind of go into like what's going on. So Offset is just a member of the Migos. I don't really Migos. know much more. <laughs> I don't know much more about him, nor do I care much more about him. They made Bad and Bougie, which is like their contribution to U.S. world history. Um, so, <laughs> and they also started the Versace flow. Sure. Yeah. Um, you gotta have you, that in there. Then you have Cardi B, right? Cardi B is someone who I've known about for a while, mostly because one of my friends was really in love with her Instagram account back in 2015 when she was on Love and Hip Hop. But she'd just been authentic, 100% her. Ow! Like, oh, cur- Oh, I didn't do it right, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but she's been there. I uh, was in Love and Hip Hop in 2015. Bodak Yellow, the song um, that you all, I'm sure, know of. If you don't, crank up the Google machine, figure it out. Uh, the Finesse remix with Bruno Mars. That's her... probably the only thing that I really listened to with Cardi. Yeah, the Finesse remix. Mm-hmm. Her album, Invasion of Privacy. You don't listen to that? No. It's pretty good. It's, it's nominated. It's a Grammy nominated. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't mean a thing to me. I, well, I'm just letting you know that it came out early this year, and she's been nominated for seven total Grammys, two or four Bodak Yellow last year, and then five this year for different songs and performances on Invasion of Privacy, her like first like debut album. Okay. Anyways, overall, she's like the hottest female rapper like right now. Yeah, right now. Like 100%. Like there's... There's mm. no one else. Tell tell me someone else. Nikki. No. What? Uh, do, do not say because Travis beat her out for the number one spot in the chart. Travis that, beat her out for the number one spot. How that, many, that doesn't matter, though. Tell me, the, tell me Nikki's Grammy nominations this year. I don't care about Grammy nominations. Because she has zero. That's how many Grammy nominations she has. Grammy nominations don't... How many Grammy no- <laughs> nominations does Tupac have? We're not talking about Tupac. We're talking about this year Grammy nominations... So Grammy nominations does not mean that someone is better. Grammys does not mean that someone is better. Na- t- name a song on uh, was was Barty Games? What is her name? I don't what listen is- to Nicki either. Oh wow! Yeah, what do you know? Sounds like Cardi B's better. Okay, so basically, with Cardi B and Offset, they met in 2016, started dating in like January, February 2017. They came up with a song named Lick. Did you ever hear this song? No. And when I saw it on the Google Doc, I yeah. was just like, I don't think I want to research that. You know, it's just, I don't know. If you want to find it, you're more than welcome to. Um, came out with a song named Lick. And then they started kind of like being seen together at events. They got secretly married in September of 2017. Offset, there was rumors of him cheating in like January of 2018. So that's like a smooth four months after they got married. Um, Cardi B was, was reportedly pregnant in February 2018. 
But that was like really funny though, because like, do you remember that when she was uh, reported to be pregnant and then people were posting about it and Cardi B was like, can I just like fat in peace? Do you remember this? I don't. Okay. I don't, I don't really pay attention to Cardi like that. I don't have a problem with Cardi at all. I just don't really pay attention. You need to pay attention more. Um, so she had that let me fat in peace comment February 2018. She had a pregnancy performance in April 2018, kind of announcing that she was pregnant, letting the world know. That's pretty cool. Um, but then in July 2018, baby culture Kiera Cephas was born. That's the baby's actual name. Mm-hmm. Culture with a K, Kiara with a K, and Cephas with a C. It, it better be the C. <laughs> It's just you like just never your baby's so cute. What's the name? It's like so the the initials are K K K. That'd be kind of weird. That would be very bad. Um, and then after that, more rumors of Offset cheating come out. And then on December fifth of twenty eighteen, Cardi announces that like on Instagram that her and Offset are breaking up, just kind of being like, I guess we fell out of love. Um, Offset comes out with this like half hearted, ultra masculine. I mean, you know, I'm sorry blah 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 instagram video like a 15 second instagram video i heard that he filmed it in a public bathroom too i i don't know where it was it was it was just terrible it was literally like the most half-hearted like i just want for my birthday you know to see culture like my bad i mean i didn't really have sex with that girl but like you know that just it just looks bad me being with her it's just like okay sir uh people were like not having it the internet like was just like down his throat just being like First of all, we, like, never wanted you in the first place. <laughs> and then you cheated on her multiple times. She still stood with you for some really odd reason. And then she decided that it was off. And then you're, like, now still trying to be with her again. So that comes out. Internet's not having it. Cardi's not having it. Um, and then on December 16th, Offset ambushes Cardi and, like, comes up on her stage while she's, like, in the middle of headlining the performance the first female headliner for this uh, Rolling Loud music festival with like a line of roses that say, take me back, Cardi. He's like up on stage, you know, hey, I just want to apologize, blah, blah, blah. Take me back. Cardi like doesn't even get on the microphone. She's just like, get off the stage. <laughs> like, I'm not with you right now. Um, and then she kind of posts on Instagram afterwards like, oh, you know, like, I just don't know what to say. I don't like surprises. Don't do that to me type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are your thoughts about like this whole Cardi B? I mean, it's been like well, literally you just broke it down. So you give your thoughts first, and then I'll throw my two cents in. I mean, I just think it's just like total crap. Like, why in the world would you think that it's okay? You offset think that it's okay to like come up on stage when someone's literally headlining a show, and then how is like Rolling Loud like as another people that I have a problem with that they would like a lot of people didn't knew about this right? They're not just gonna mm-hmm. let people backstage they don't know about. Yeah, so they knew that this was happening. They allowed it to happen. And then, you know what I mean? Like, just, mm-hmm. like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you do that and think that that's okay? If, let's say a woman did this. Let's say there was, let's say it was the opposite and Offset from the Migos was up on stage performing because they somehow had some hot track or whatever. And Cardi B comes on stage with flowers saying, I'm so sorry, take me back, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you know what will happen? Like, she'd be called a slut for cheating. Mm-hmm. She would be just deranged and people would be like oh my god do you see this this is totally crazy how dare this woman like come and interrupt this this set for this guy blah 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 and now it's just kind of like oh whatever you know it was really cute that was so nice of offset to like come up and like show his uh feelings for her and let her know how much he cared about her see that's not even like what i saw from reactions of people 
What did you see? I saw people being like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, like basically, like, your sentiment is what I've been seeing from other people. Mm-hmm. But, like, but why would why would Rolling Loud even let them on stage? Because it's let, publicity. Yeah, but, like, it's just, I don't know. That just feels ridiculous that they would allow that to happen. And then it feels ridiculous that Offset would think that it's a good enough idea to crash someone's. It's like me having a meeting or a presentation and, like, I don't know, at my job... And then, like, my ex being like, hey, I just want to come stop by. I'm so sorry. Take me back. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm at work. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. That just, it just feels like it makes no sense. Um, and so it's just, and also Offset, like, what did you think was going to happen? This kind of reminds me of, like, catcalling. Like, what what do you really think is going to happen? That you're going to catcall some woman and then she's going to be like, oh, my God, what? You think my butt looks nice? Oh, let me go talk to you now. That makes no sense. Yeah. Why do you think that she's going to, like, stop everything realize that you're like interrupting her entire show and be like oh you know i you know i i was really feeling bad about you cheating on me multiple times and we had a baby and the person that you cheated on me with said that she didn't think our relationship was that serious even though we're married with a child i think i'm gonna take you back i think i think that's where i'm gonna go with this well i'm guessing the big thing is him doing this has made it very very public yeah but (laughs) Here's a caveat that goes to that is when it comes to like Cardi offset, most people our generation, we put everything on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like all the private stuff that should be private, we still put it on the internet anyway. Yeah, that's us. As, as long as, yes, <laughs> yes. As long as it's not, we're putting our credit card information, our mm-hmm. social security number, and stuff like that. We're putting everything else out there mm-hmm. and letting people be able to like jump on it. Uh, be able to appreciate it anything Mm -hmm. so it's like a matter of well i feel like cardi like i'm not putting blame on cardi but i feel like when cardi said that our marriage is done she probably should not have just come out and said it to people because now (laughs) what is she supposed to say keep it private and once they get divorced let tabloids run with it and then she's just like then maybe address it just like the fact she said oh we're gonna be breaking up Uh uh-huh is just like you garnered attention. Like this should be something you just deal with privately. This seals victim blaming. No, no, going. no. no. That, that's that's not my intention at all. Because, like, like I said, it's something that like everybody from our generation does. Mm-hmm. Is we just put all of our business out there, and we really need to sort through what we put out there. So, like, yeah, offsets apologies. They seem extremely fake to me, no matter what, because he's putting it out for the public. Okay. So it's just like when they keep bringing things, all these things out for the public, we all start getting our assumptions on them. We start getting our opinions on them and they just keep doing it anyway because it also gets some publicity when they do it. But every single moment of it, it just feels so insincere because it feels like they're putting on an act. Mm -hmm. So Offset could possibly not even mean any of it. Cardi could actually not even care. Right. She could not even care. And it's all for publicity, but... Yeah, like, I mean, like just the fact that it's all public. I'm just like, you guys need to stop, take it in private, and then deal with all of your problems. So then, what do you think about like Jay Z and Beyonce, right? Like Jay Z cheated Beyonce. Yes, but they kept it private until they sorted it out. Right. Which that's that's, that's fine. That's kind of like what done. I'm saying with them is like sort it out, and then once you're divorced, if you get divorced, and the tabloids pick it up, run with it, and then you get asked about it, address it. Okay. But as lo- far as you're dealing with it, don't let other people put thoughts in your ear. You sort it out. You and the people closest to you sorted out. Well, I think that she sorted it out when she realized that, like, she didn't want to be with him anymore. And that's something that he's going to have to deal with. But, like, 
deal with it yourself and then afterwards address it. So you're saying that officers should be dealing with it in private, like talking to Cardi in private. Is that what you're saying? Yes. He should not be putting it out there in the public. Like, I feel like he might be addressing the public maybe for publicity mm-hmm. and maybe just because I've heard people say that Cardi is a very, like, on social media type person where if you're going to do something, if you're going to get emotional about something, do it on social media. Sure. But it's like, yeah, even if that's how you typically are, this is something that everything should be dialed back into the background. Like, this is something that no one else should be seeing except for you, your family, and your friends. Mm-hmm. And maybe a divorce lawyer. (laughs) Probably a divorce lawyer. So it's like, yeah, for the public, don't put it out there for the public to start throwing their two cents in. Because if anything, they're just going to make it worse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If anything, they're really just going to make it worse. Like, you're going to have people already be like, oh, Cardi, leave him. Or, oh, Cardi, take him back. It's just like, everyone should just shut up. Let them deal with it. I feel personally attacked. Well, you should. <laughs> I say leave him, Cardi. I think like I, th- I think that she should leave him too, but that's not for me to say. This is something that... No, it is for me to say. No. I have a podcast. <laughs> I have important things to say. Like leave Offset. Hashtag leave Offset. Hashtag Cardi and Daniel. <laughs> you know, I'm okay, actually. Thanks, though, Cardi. <laughs> You seem like a nice person. Well, you don't want little culture running around your place? I think I am without little Cephas culture, Carrie, whatever his name is in that order. I think I'm okay. I mean, you don't want to be Russell Wilson to Offset's future? That's right. They do have kids. (laughs) Why does Offset have all these kids with all these people? That's how, like, people in the public with a lot of money do. Yeah? Yeah. You must know more about that than I do. How would I know more about that? I don't know. You just uh, Drake has a things. has a secret child. Drake has a child. I'm kidding. <laughs> Drake has a secret child. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Wayne's had a bunch of kids. That's Blake true. Griffin has come out as having a few kids. Oh, I didn't know that. Like when you have a lot of money mm-hmm. and you feel like oh it's whatever. Like people don't wrap it up. People don't really take things into consideration. I feel like you have a lot of money. You should have a lot of access to contraceptives. Yes, but they don't do it because they're like, oh, I can deal with it later, even if that means that they're going to lose all their money in the future because they're dealing with it. That doesn't sound like good fatherhood. It doesn't sound like good planning, period. (laughs) I I feel like a lot of problems that people have is they just don't plan things out. They don't think of the effect in the cause and effect situation. There's always going to be some type of repercussion. It might not necessarily be a bad repercussion for whatever you do, Mm -hmm. but everything that you do has some effects. And wow, that's people, just some wisdom. And people really need to stop and think, what is this going to mean in the long run? Mm-hmm. So what, what is your advice for Cardi now? <laughs> my advice for Cardi is... Leave Offset. <laughs> my advice for Cardi is do what you're going to do. Leave it off social media. If any time Offset brings it back to social media, say no. Get that off there. Mm-hmm. You, your friends, your family, you can all sort it out. But it's all on you in the end. Do what you feel is right. Some people may say, well, put your heart first. I'd say put your head first because your head is going to be better at making sure your heart is safe in the long run. Mm. If you feel like he's never going to do this again, then he is like he's going to cheat. But if she feels like he's never going to do this again, then it's on her to decide whether she wants to take that chance. If she feels like, oh, he's never going to change and he should. And she decides to leave him, 
then she should leave him and he's going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your advice? Well, then what's your advice to Offset? My advice to Offset is this is Cardi's decision. Mm-hmm. Let Cardi decide it. You can do whatever you want. If she tells you to stop or pull back on something, stop and pull back on it. Okay. Like, don't force things. If she's saying you're doing too much, stop doing too much. <laughs> stop doing too much. I like it. Yes. Like, I've heard somebody say just, like, basically what he's trying to do right now with the whole running on stage thing is courting her, to which the person that also said it is, to like, technically you should never stop courting the person that you're dating or married to. Mm-hmm. But you got to realize that even within courtship, there is limitations. Right. This is creepy. Very. This is like, this, this is, is like, not a, okay. this is at least, at least borderline stalkerish. Like you can't, like you're interrupting people's work right mm. now. Like that's, that's not okay. Yeah. Like it'd be one thing if he interrupted like Amigo's show and was like, right, right. Like Cardi, but mm-hmm. it was like, this is Cardi's show and you're interrupting what she's doing. Exactly. So yeah, it's like pump the brakes. Like, leave Cardi to do what Cardi does. If she wants to talk to you, talk to her. Mm-hmm. Leave it all off social media. Just, and whatever happens, leave it at that. I mean, uh, yes, I wouldn't leave all social media. I want to see it. But. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about this? After, how about after all of it's done, just for Daniel's sake, uh-huh. bring just it to save, the, save bring, bring it to the light like some Lemonade 444 type stuff. Right, right. That'd be But good. only That'd once be okay it's done, that. like, with the king and queen. <laughs> Uh, I said that in the wrong order. The queen and king. There we go. I yes. think it's just follow Beyonce, right? I think that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Just follow like, Beyonce. Learn from Jay Z's mistakes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Z. Gosh. Anyways, Beyonce is still clearly the best. Okay. Um. Anything else? Do you have anything that you want to? I like it like that. Or. Uh. That's too damn bad about. Well, I'd say my that's too damn bad is to... No, nope. pe- try it again. I'd say the that's too damn bad... Nope. <laughs> ...to people. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. It's going to be... If it's going to be done offline... It's going to be me. Okay, Justin Timberlake. Like, think. Yes, Justin Timberlake <laughs> is the one that said the line, though. He is. So... If this whole thing between Cardi and Offset is done offline where you guys can't see it, deal with it. Because this is their relationship. This is not your entertainment. You know, it both can be true. It should not be both. <laughs> T.I. put out a song on Paper Trail back in 2008 called My Life, Your Entertainment, where he went into the whole matter of everything that I do. This is my life. When things get screwed up for me, it's screwed up for me. But for you guys, it's just entertainment. So it can be the most screwed up situation for me. But you guys are like, oh, T.I. is going to prison? Oh. And it's like, it's a false equivalency. I I mean, you shouldn't be cheating on Tiny, so. That wasn't what happened. What do you mean that wasn't what happened? That's that's not what happened in that case. What happened in that case was he was gun running. Oh, I'm not talking about... He didn't go to jail for cheating on Tiny. I'm yeah. saying that... Well, that's what he was talking about with my life. Oh, okay. You're in the same because he made Paper Trail right before he went to prison. Like, he was, like, already in trouble at that point. He's like, I gotta get mm-hmm. this album out. Well, good for him, I guess. Yeah. Um. Cool. Is there anything else uh, you want to talk about before we just, like, thank you and close out? 
No, not that I can think of. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us again on the Fairpoint Podcast. You can like and subscribe on all the different medias. Google Spotify, Play, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, I don't know YouTube. What Stitcher is. It's a, another podcast. I sure. think it's also like a like where people read their stories too. Yeah, if you're on Stitcher, like tell me what it's like because I have no idea. I don't either. I just always heard other people rattle it off at the end of their podcast. I was just like, huh, let me put Stitcher into this thing. Okay. Um, if you want to sponsor us. Oh, yes. We, we, would, we love would love to get money. Sponsorships. We would love to get money. Because um, this is not free. So Yes, we're can... sponsored by nobody at this point. <laughs> if you I... want to see your advertisement here, mm-hmm. let us know. I'm just saying I could do some pretty good advertisements. Uh, Thefairpointpodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and email us there. Uh, thanks to MRC again for letting us use their studio space. Oh, shout out to my other podcast. I have a couple of friends that are doing some podcasts. Uh, Black Teacher Code with Brandon and Whitney. On that note with Calvin and Brandon. I don't know why a lot of my friends are named Brandon, but they got some podcasts going. Nice. Check them out. Anything else you want to close this out? Nope. It's all on you. You're the host. No, I, I open. I'm the producer. I You're the host. You I'm the producer. You're the host. It's literally like there's a we have a thing. No, we don't. We we've done one show. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>